Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Phil Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email chctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. laughing out there because we check our weather apps and it's like, you know, 93 feels like 92. So we wonder who gets to sit out there, you know, in some lounge chair with a, you know, an iced tea or who knows, a frosty local beer. And uh, who gets to hang out there and go, oh, no, no, this feels like 93. Come on, you guys, are way off. Anyway, so you can sit up, buggy out there, getting fit and having a good time. For the bestie, it is... August 15th. Can you believe it? I can't even believe it. It's way, way, way too far into the year already. We're just, it's just flying, time flying. Lots of things are happening in the cannabis world. First of all, we want to say, Cannabis Kid, we miss you. You're not here. Yeah, boo. But you're out having wonderful soft clap adventures. Somebody got a new bag and some new clubs. Soft clap for that. Yes, we will be out there hitting balls soon. And stretch, folks. That's what I want to say this morning. Stretch. <laughs> you know my best one to. I'm just going to say it. You know, I'd like to, like, let's do this. Let's get going. Um, anyway, stretch. Because uh, I hurt my neck and I couldn't golf for a little while. And I really have been enjoying my golfing, especially in the living room. Um, <clears throat> I did find out that the ceiling's a lot lower when you don't know they're there. <laughs> so watch for your ceiling fans. Let's give a, a a big shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center Golf Clap in at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and check us out. Um, big, beautiful 1,500 square foot building for you to come and feel comfortable getting your medical marijuana card in. Uh, we do certification. We do this awesome radio show. If you if you have the lucky experience of, of having one of your doctors certify you and fill out the state paperwork correctly with the email address doctors. Put that down, guys. You've got to have your email address. Um, but if you fill, if you get all that filled out, we'll process that for just $35. That's right. Come on down. The state fee is $150 unless you're on food stamps, and then it's only $75. I know, right? That's a really good deal. So you can get a certification super, super, super low. Uh, 249 right now, 174. There are some specials out there, guys. So, ooh, wrong track. <laughs> Get out there and find those specials there online. Um, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And let's let's just give a um, let's give a go and let you know. I move this little thing around here. We're using Skype again. Thank you, Skype, for coming through. Blog top. Thanks. Disappointed though. Uh, BT, uh, PTSD, these are the conditions. If you have any of these conditions, we really encourage you to come on down. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. And here's the one that fits most people um, because not only it says here a chronic or a debilitating disease or the medical condition or the treatment, just if the treatment is making you sick, you know, uh, treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes 
wasting syndrome, uh, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those consistent, uh, I mean, characteristics of multiple sclerosis. So the thing is, if you don't find your ailment on that list, like uh, migraines or, or leg cramps or uh, menstrual cramps below, um, you absolutely can get certified because that falls under the chronic pain. Uh, a lot of people get nauseous from all the medications they're on. A lot of people have IBS, and that's very painful and makes you sick and nauseous. A lot of people have insomnia. That gives you migraines and makes you nauseous. So there's a way to find. Um, we, can, we can get your card for you. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Again, we're just in Broadway in Swan. Big, beautiful building. You can't miss it. We also want to give a shout-out to Grower's House because if you are growing anything, um, I've got some awesome strawberries that I used uh, my Happy Frog Dirt for. And um, In fact, I use my Happy Frog Dirt for... Uh, everything I get there because uh, they're just such good guys. So I've got some beautiful little, they were a non-GMO um, strawberries and I bought those. Yeah, I know, right? They were at Target of all places, up by the counter, you know, where you can buy the uh, Hershey's Kisses and all your, you know, your little fish snacks and everything. Uh, there were just two little, there were a couple little strawberry packs up there that said non-GMO. And I was like, well, let's try it out. So they sat around my house for years and then one day I planted them. And boom, using my dirt from the grower's house at growershouse.com, I've got amazing strawberries. We also want to give a shout out to uh, Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. Check them out if you go to our site. Uh, these two sponsors just happen to have a link on our page. You can click their picture, their logo, and get to either of these uh, spots. But Canna Health Online Magazine is just really, really awesome. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. Just click the link and you'll get there. In fact, uh, I'm going to make it easy for everybody, um, and I'm going to do that for you, and then post it in our blog. So get on there and blog with us. If you want to blog, you can get on. Um, just go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. There's a little radio section, and the first picture you see, our little headset, if you just click that, um, you'll get right to that page. And then you can, I think it's pretty simple to sign up. So here is your uh, Grower's House link. And then we're going to get to your Canna Health link. Because this is great. You can just be sitting around on a break from work and uh, get to your free online digital magazine. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to buy anything. You just have to get there. Um, <clears throat> so what do we got going on today? There's lots going on today. You've heard about the new um, CBD-approved drugs. Uh, that GW Pharmaceuticals is, is introducing. Um, I think we're going to read a little bit of that because um, there's there's uh, some skepticism around that. But um, also, it's, I think it's mostly because um, <laughs> because of the price. So here we go. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to get on this link here from High Times Magazine. We like that. Um, and it's not working. So we'll see what's going on. My High Times page is not working. So anyway, um, I think the cost is, is is coming out to be like thirty three thousand dollars a year. Oh. Yeah, and that would be. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, that's just so wrong. It's unreal. Um, again, why not 
have the ability to just use the plant. There's so many like little ads going on that High Times um, is is causing the computer to run a little slower than maybe. Anyway, UK company, GW Pharmaceuticals, has revealed how much their new epilepsy drug, Epidiolex, will cost. Yep. Epidiolex was approved for use in the U.S. by the Food and Drug Administration in June. The drug is the first medication derived from cannabis to receive approval from the agency. And we read an article last week that said that revealed that the FDA said they did so much research. You got that? They did so much research that they felt it was okay to uh, support here. Cost revealed in investor call. Okay. In a conference conference call with investors on Tuesday, the company announced that Epidiolex will cost each patient about $32,500 a year. The estimate is based on assumptions of average patient weight and dosage. The company said the cost was comparable to that of other drugs used to treat a severe form of epilepsy. Crazy. That's like someone having a whole other job and just giving it. Well, you know what you do for your kids anyway. But still, during the conference call, GW Pharmaceutical CEO Justin Gover said, Epidiolex will provide a reliable and safe cannabinoid treatment for patients. Quote, the first U.S. approval not only represents a transformative milestone for our company, but a historic medical breakthrough. Offering patients and their families the first and only FDA-approved CBD medicine to treat two severe childhood-onset epilepsies, Silver said, these deserving patients will soon have access to a cannabinoid medicine that has been thoroughly studied in clinical trials, manufactured to assure quality and consistency, and available by prescription under a physician's care. I emphasize... uh, (laughs) the medicine has been thoroughly studied because that's everybody's qualm in, in the whole, in the world of I don't approve of marijuana because, or cannabis or whatever you want to call it because you haven't studied it. Well, now it's been thoroughly studied, so there you have it. Um, God, these ads are crazy. <laughs> I almost couldn't read the paragraph. It was like flashing me. I'm like, ah, stop, make it stop. GW Pharmaceuticals North American President Julian Ganjoli said that uh, the cost for patients with health insurance will likely be much less. The cost of a copay for Epidiolex is significantly or could be significantly less uh, onerous and burdensome than the cost of the product uh, either over the Internet or from a dispensary. Uh, Gongoli said, the first FDA-approved drug derived from cannabis, Epidiolex is the first medication derived directly from cannabis plants to be approved um, for use by the FDA, it was approved by the agency on June 25th for the treatment of Dravet syndrome and Lennox-Gastaut syndrome, two rare forms of epilepsy that can cause dozens or even hundreds of seizures a day. Ugh. The main ingredient of Epidiolex is cannabidiol, or CBD, one of, the, uh, one of more than 100 cannabinoids found in cannabis. Other cannabinoid medicines approved by the FDA, such as Marinol, have utilized synthetic THC. Uh, Before Epidiolex can be prescribed for patients in the U.S., the DEA must reschedule the designation of CBD under the Controlled Substances Act. CBD is currently listed under Schedule 1, a classification reserved for substances that have no recognized medical value and a high potential for abuse. Barbara Carreno, a DEA public affairs officer, told Business Insider in June that the agency is currently in the process of reviewing the classifications for CBD. We don't have a choice on that, Carreno said. It absolutely has to come, uh, it has to become Schedule 2, 3, 4, or 5. Uh, uh, CEO Gover said that the DEA decision is expected soon. He also noted that the company has been building up stock of the drug and is ready to ship it into the U.S. market. We expect to make Epidiolex available to U.S. patients this fall following rescheduling, which is expected to occur within 90 days of the FDA approval. The FDA has communicated its recommendation to DEA, and we understand that the rescheduling process is proceeding in a normal fashion and that it will be completed within the next 90-day time frame. Wow. Um, just wow on that. If, 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 
cannabis is rescheduled. That just is uh, that's a game changer. Uh, for I'm, I'm looking at my sound effects, going, I don't see game changer on there, but game winner is good. Um, that's just that's pretty astounding because that's when that's what everybody has been fighting for because listed as Schedule 1, and let's just go through the schedule of drugs, um, because this is so very interesting, what what uh, cannabis is listed under. So here we go. Uh, drug scheduling, a brief guide. <clears throat> so the Drug Scheduling Guide to the United States, Schedule 1, if, if your drug is in a Schedule 1, which cannabis is, um, it has the most potential for abuse, independence, and no medical qualities, and it ranks right up there with heroin, LSD, marijuana ecstasy is what it says, marijuana ecstasy, and peyote. Um, so I think when uh, Ms. Clinton was trying to get voted in, she was going to get it to, to Schedule 2, which says it has a high potential for abuse independence, but it has some medicinal qualities. So so they list these drugs to be Vicodin, cocaine, meth, Oxycontin, and Adderall. All have medical qualities, whereas cannabis doesn't, according to the to the schedule of drugs here. Let me move this little thing here. Uh, schedule three, moderate potential for abuse independence, acceptance uh, acceptable medical qualities and doctor's prescriptions are required, which is probably where they're going to go with this, actually. Um, <laughs> I love they go from no medical to some to acceptable. So this is just acceptable. Um, and that's along with Schedule three drugs are Tylenol with codeine, ketamine, steroids, and testosterone. Those are all Schedule three drugs. They have acceptable medical qualities. Uh, Schedule 4, have a low potential for abuse and dependence, acceptable medicinal qualities, prescription required, fewer refill regulations, and this is Xanax, Starvan, Valium, Ativan, Ambien, Tramadol. So um, it just goes down the line to where uh, it's seemingly more and more medicinally acceptable. And Schedule 5, uh, lowest potential for abuse independence, acceptable uh, medicinal qualities, prescription required, fewest refill regulations, and it's Robitussin AC, uh, Lyrica, what is that same, um, Modifin, Lomatil. So there's just a brief guide on your drug scheduling, which is, you know, that's, that's the whole thing. If they get this off schedule, or rescheduled, then that says a lot for the fact that our federal government already has five now, five patents on the cannabinoids within the plant because, you know, they're awesome. Soft flat for awesome cannabinoids. Seriously, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, we get a ton of new patients at Tumbleweed Health Center, and they come in and when the older ones come in, like 70, 80, 90-year-olds, because they do, they're they're coming in, a lot of them, actually. And um, they can't believe that they're there, and and they want to make that known to us, that they're, you know, that they're kind of shocked that they're standing in a cannabis shop, you know. Um, and we say, well, did you know that you're, you know, your own federal government grows this? And, and we get to, I mean, oh. What? Yeah, <laughs> you get this look like you've just like stripped naked in front of them. Like, put your clothes back on. <laughs> okay. I'm sleepy anyway. You guys are smoking up some tea. I have beer. This is Bluetooth. Wake you up a bit. Stuff's like coffee for the first hour. It's like, woo. Um. Anyway, so when they come in and we explain to them that uh, our government grows it has been growing it for over 40 years, has their own medical cannabis patients that they give 300 joints to every month, uh, every 25 days now for some of them, um, they're blown away. And they can't believe that, you know, because they're of the generation that, you know, they're, you know, well, a lot of them feel that they weren't lied to in many ways. And um, when we tell them this, this lie, you know, that the government has been telling them that this is, 
so bad for them and so wrong and it's going to cause them psychosis and they're going to stab people and run people over and be crazy and have reefer madness all over the place. Um, they can't believe that. I'm sitting there telling them that. Your government grows it. They've known about it. You know, and when we went to the first Patients at a Time conference, that well, the only one we've been to was April 2012. We had just opened. We'd been open about six months, and we went to this conference, and everybody was there. It was unbelievable. Um, But it it was so new to us, we had no idea the, the people that we were sitting next to um, I actually was sitting like literally right next to Dr. William Courtney, and I was sitting there looking at his suit, thinking, "Wow, I bet that's made of hemp. That is a really cool suit." And the whole reason I wanted to go was because I wanted to hear about juicing. Um, I, we had we had heard about juicing cannabis, and it was very new to us. The whole the whole cannabis um, industry was very new to us, and I wanted to hear about juicing. I didn't know that the world leader. Uh, on juicing was Dr. William Courtney sitting next to me in his cool hemp suit. And we went out for a lunch break, and that's when they played um, the juicing thing. I was like, oh, I came back in, and he, he was standing up there. I'm like, well, what's my neighbor doing up there? I didn't, you know, I just had sat down, didn't meet him really, and, and I caught the tail end of his juicing um, stories. And when he came back down, I, I had asked him for his business card and said, hey, come on, our... We just started the radio show. I said, come on the radio show. I said, oh, I'd love to. That'd be great. Hands me his business card. He said, okay, here's my email. Be sure to email me. He said, okay, that's awesome. All excited. Got my first, you know, interview. And I, for the life of me, could not read the email. He was a doctor. <laughs> and so it was very, very, that's the big um, I just, I, He was going to come on, and we'll get him on. But we do have, if you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, We've got um, a link to um, a really great show about juicing cannabis and the benefits that you can get by uh, having all the fresh cannabinoids in your system. But anyway, back to the 90-year-olds coming into the shop to get certified. They're blown away by the fact that our government knows all about this. And the statement that somebody said so long ago was, you know, this has been a medicine a lot longer than it hasn't. And that was really, really awesome to me because really it's been like, what, 80 years since they've not let us have, you know, on our shelves. I like to tell the people that I know that have, like, um, horses and cows and big animals. I say, you know, the vet's use is back in the day, uh, especially with animals that big because you can put them to sleep. You're not going to kill them, but you could definitely put them to sleep. And most of the medicines, I know, they had, you know, opium and all sorts of other alcohol and things, morphine with chalk. And it was used back in the day. So something that we just need to give thought to. Anyway, uh, speaking of giving thought to, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Weed Day Wednesday, another great cannabis day. Um, we've got some magazines to read from. Um, we get these. We'd really like to give a shout-out to uh, Cannabis Business Times. Wonderful, wonderful magazine. And MG for the Cannabis Professional. Um, we always love reading from your from your magazines. Oh, and we just read from High Times. Did you all know they went public? You can buy their stock, I believe, now. You'll probably read an article or two around in there. But anyway, let's go back to if you are in the Tucson area. Um, doesn't matter if you're coming from anywhere you're coming from, Phoenix, William, Flagstaff, Rio Rico. We get patients from all over the place. Uh, Yuma, people come from Yuma to come get certified with us. We are three years running Best Certification Center. All right, so if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition, or just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes, and this is cachexia, I think that's how you say it, wasting syndrome, uh, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, uh, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. And let me get that whole thing out of the way again. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right, folks. I never know, like, if it's a second or three seconds after wait. Anyway, 520-838-4430. Give us a shout-out. Um, and what else? I was going to do something right before I played our favorite song, um, which I always love to. If you have any questions you ever want to call in, 646-915-8421. Next week, Cannabis Kid will be back. Absolutely fantastic. And, um, again, we've got some wonderful sponsors, Grower's House. Uh, they're right here in Tucson. But you can also get uh, all your products online at growershouse.com. And Canna Health Magazine, our awesome online digital magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yep, and it's right there on our website, so you can actually just click on the little Canna link. <laughs> Canna link. Oh, I know I was going to tell you guys. All right, this is pretty simple. So if you want to get your Arizona medical marijuana card, this is what you need. We listed the conditions. Um, it's $249. If you're on food stamps, SNAP, Supplemental Nutritional Access Program, if you have that. And they don't always print your name on the card. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I think you have to actually ask and pay an additional $5, which is really, really, really they should just put that on there. It's white now. It's not even embossed like it used to be, which is it's actually better because now we can actually see it because we used to have to, like, wiggle it in the light. And anyway, so that becomes $174 for everything. State fee, which is $150. Um, the doctor fee and the filing is are all included in that. If you And that's if you have current medical records, which are something in the last 12 months from your doctor that states, uh, one of the conditions I listed, or like we talked about before, if you've got something else that falls into the chronic pain uh, or the treatment for the condition uh, from whatever you're getting, whatever chronic condition you have, then we can make that work too. Um, if you don't have medical records, we can offer an evaluation for most things. Of course, we can't evaluate things like uh, cancer and things like that because you need big fancy equipment. So. We also will certify, um, oh, with evaluation, it's an extra $50. It becomes a two-part process. We don't do it all at once because we want to make sure we establish some records, and then you can come back the next day or within the next year uh, and come see our doctor to complete the certification. So it would become, the price becomes $299, including both fees and both appointments. And this is all on the website, Tumbleweeds Health Center. We do certify under 18-year-olds, but the patient must have current medical records. With a diagnosis, a proper ID, it requires two doctor appointments, um, and it also requires um, a caregiver and a caregiver fee, which is $200. Um, so it's either your, guard, your legal guardian or your parent, usually, usually the parents that bring them in. Um, but it's kids with a lot of, you know, autistic cases and things like that. Um, so we do offer that. We do offer processing if you get certified from another center or if your doctor certifies you but you're too scared to use a computer, bring it down for $35. We'll do that. We also make house calls. If you can't leave your house or your facility, we've gone to various facilities around that don't mind our doctors coming right to you and uh doing an evaluation with you, and they sort of, they fill out the certification form. We take your picture right there. We collect all the fees. We send it right into the state, and usually within two weeks, you have your card. 
Um, and if you need help getting medical records that you already do have, we have a records release form right there online. You can download that, fill it out. You can fax it or email it to your doctor, give it to them, or we can do that for you. Or you can come right down to the health center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, and fill out the form, and we'll send it right there for you. If you haven't received your card and you've gone through the whole process, there's a big button here that says Arizona Department of Health Services. If you click that button, um, it'll take you right to the page uh, that you need to put your, um, it's, an, it's called your AZQP number. It's your Arizona Qualifying Patient Number, and it's really super long. It's on the back of the receipt you get from us. You put that in there. And usually it says that they've received your paperwork and it's, or it's approved and they're just, it's, you're in a waiting process. And if there's ever, ever, ever um, a holiday in the midst of all that, it will take its toll <laughs> on getting it to you. It, it'll take a few days longer. So enjoy. Go get a cup of coffee if you're at work. Go to the bathroom. Take a break if you're driving. Just focus. Please focus. Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plants illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Welcome back. 
back to read today, Wednesday. That always goes so fast, and I was just trying to get the dog to be quiet and take a long hit and have some tea. So I guess it's productive. I know it's fine day, but it's got a good view and it's still really well. So check this out. Speaking of really relevant, Jay Leno had a special guest on his show. He just hit the hood of a car. The body of the sports car is made from 100 pounds of cannabis. The owner, Bruce Dietzen, invested $200,000 to build a prototype. Woven hemp can produce a body lighter than fiberglass and 10 times stronger than steel. Now Jay Leno's beat it. The ultimate goal, Jay, is to introduce the world's first carbon-negative vehicle. And the key to that is going back to what Henry Ford advocated back in 1941, and that's the idea of make everything you possibly can, including your fuels, out of plant material. The carbon footprint to manufacture a standard vehicle is 10 tons for one vehicle. This car is carbon-neutral to build. I think the primary market are going to be people that want to be supportive of the ecology just a $40,000 MSRP. The younger, yeah, younger generation. Mm-hmm. The hipsters. That's slick for 40000 40, Ha! Let's do it. Woohoo! That's pretty great. Ten times stronger than steel. You can't beat that. All right, so check this out. Oh, I was going to get, you know, I always go to my page and see, because I share stuff, and then, which that was, so I did good. I was able to pull that up. Uh, but this is an interesting article. This is a good article. Epileptic five-year-old granted permission to bring cannabis oil to school. And there's a little, oh, there's a little five-year-old hand with tiny poppies in it. Medical cannabis is legal in 30 states, and adults can use it recreationally in nine of those states, including Washington, D.C. <clears throat> but in all but few of those places, cannabis laws prohibit possession or consumption anywhere near schools. In California, for example, Proposition 64, the state's legalization measure, bans cannabis of any kind for any use within a 1,000 feet of public schools. Yet, some medical cannabis patients are also students, and many have had to fight in court for the right to possess and use medical cannabis at school. For one five-year-old kindergartner who suffers from a a rare and severe form of epilepsy, that fight ended today. Today, Judge Charles Marston issued a court order allowing Brooke Adams, a five-year-old with Dravet syndrome, to bring cannabis to school and have a nurse administer it. Holy Toledo. Game winner. That's just really awesome. Adams' case is still pending with California's Office of Administrative Hearings, Special Education Division. A final ruling will be issued in mid-November. We'll just send super prayers out for that one. Uh, until then, however, Brooke can bring both CBD and THC medications to school. The school board is providing a nurse authorized to administer medical cannabis products. Prior to the judge's order, Brooke's school district, Rincon Valley Union, would not allow the kindergartner to bring medical cannabis to school. Both California's medical cannabis law and federal law strictly prohibits any form of cannabis on and around school campus. But attorneys representing Brooke were able to win the argument in court by pointing out to other federal and state laws. They made the case that in prohibiting Brooke from bringing medical cannabis to school, the district was violating laws to mandate uh, that mandate accommodations for students with disabilities. Both federal and California law require schools to assist students with disabilities, and that includes allowing students to take medication if doing so is necessary for them to attend school. That's awesome. Brooke Adams is a five-year-old with a severe form of epilepsy called Dravet syndrome. Uh, Dravet syndrome causes frequent seizures, up time, uh, uh, sometimes up to a thousand a month. It's also a form of epilepsy that's highly resistant to seizure drugs and other epilepsy medications. In Brooke's case, that meant traumatic seizures, some lasting as long as three hours. But Brooke's parents say their daughter has found relief from a daily dose of CBD tincture and a strong THC oil for emergencies. For Brooke, THC operates as a rescue drug that can help stop seizures when they start. The daily CBD treatment is a preventative treatment to reduce the number of seizures Brooke has. Two recent studies suggest <clears throat> that both CBD, cannabidiol, and THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, 
may be effective in treating epilepsy in children. One team of researchers found that THC and CBD <clears throat> in combination were more effective at reducing seizures than CBD alone. Brooke became a registered medical cannabis patient in California just after her first birthday, and her mother told NBC that cannabis oil helps her have fewer seizures. A final ruling expected in November will say whether or not Brooke can continue bringing her rescue medication to school. If it says she can, her case may become an important precedent for changing school medical cannabis policy statewide. So that's ridiculous that they would even have to go, you know, so far as to dig into disability law to to uh, to force them. But thank thank God for that judge, you know, because that's just ridiculous that anybody ha- should have to suffer um, anything when this is available. And like um, the FDA said, they've done ex extensive research now so that the whole research thing oh there's no research that's you can't say that anymore (laughs) so let's just not um all right check this out this is just interesting news canada launches online cannabis training course for police force so we'll get to the magazine but this i always whenever i see these canadian soldiers they're great oh with her little uh, it looks like uh, Smokey the Bear hat. I know. I can't help it. I had to buy one myself. All right. The free online course will train police officers, police officers in identifying uh, forms of cannabis, detecting drug driving, and more. Okay. Interesting. Back in May, Canada's law enforcement officials were anxiously eyeing June's vote on cannabis, while many eagerly awaited Canada's Cannabis Act passed, police departments worried about running out of time to train officers for a Canada with legalized marijuana. But a new online cannabis training course is aimed to speed up the process for the nation's law enforcement agencies. With it, officers have a much better chance of being ready to enforce the rules and regulations of the Cannabis Act when it goes into effect October 17th. The Canadian government spends uh, tens of millions of dollars each year on police training, and legalized cannabis is demanding that they spend millions more. Already this year, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the RCMP, rolled out a new training course to train police officers on techniques for detecting drug-impaired driving. Officers first receive training in uh, basic field sobriety tests, then move on to training for uh, detecting drug impairment. Eventually, the RCMP begin offering those training courses online, spurring the idea to launch an introduction to cannabis legislation training model online. The online course is available to all Canadian police services. The program also doesn't cost departments anything to complete, making it very accessible. And overall, the program is low cost because it uses already existing online infrastructure to share information between police. Well, I hope they have better than we do. Uh, The goal of the online training course is to standardize training for all law enforcement agencies across Canada. This way, officers can consistently apply the new cannabis laws in a knowledgeable way, and if it's a success, law enforcement officials hope the training model can be a model for adapting to future legislative changes that impact policing. Uh, Canada's Cannabis Act, which will go into effect October 17, 2018, legalizes adult use cannabis nationwide. Between now and then, Canadian law enforcement will continue to treat cannabis as a prohibited controlled substance, but that's not what the new online training course addresses. Instead, the course will prepare officers for dealing with legal cannabis, including the fine points of the new legislation what are criminal offenses, and the elements and powers of arrest for each offense under the Cannabis Act. How does the act affect uh, policing in Canada's First Nation territories and reserves? Then there's training in identifying not only the different forms of cannabis, but also their quantities. Police need to know how much botanical cannabis is legal versus cannabis oils or concentrates, for example. There's also the difference between limits and restrictions for medical versus non-medical, which Police must also be familiar. Finally, the course offers training that covers critical thinking in new uncertain situations bound to arise under legalization, such as identifying safe and unsafe situations and environments uh, related to cannabis. Well, 
I think that's awesome. We should, our police officers should have a training course too, and and it should go through all systems. Um, we still communicate very well to each other. We found out, uh, sadly, <clears throat> in a crime. Um, but yeah, everybody should have an online training course um, free of charge for police officers and anybody that's going to be dealing with um, people having cannabis, people trying to use it in public. Um, you know, because you can't walk around the streets with your alcohol and just drink like that. And, uh, you know, so they're going to look for intoxication and what that means. Because the sobriety tests they're doing now are the same as the ones they use for uh, alcohol. So if you get pulled over, um, they still make you, like, you know, cut your nose and, you know, say your alphabet backwards and count to ten and walk the line and hop and skip and jump. They make you do funny things. Um, so, yeah, I think that's awesome. Everybody should have a training course because we've talked to a lot of police officers at uh, different events, and they really, um, they a lot of them really aren't aware of, I love that they're going to even show different forms. I mean, they'll probably show tinctures and the transdermal patches, the capsules, the honey sticks. You can get them in gummy frogs. You can get gummy bears. You can get little caramel chews. Uh, taffy, these are all things we have down at Dumbleweed Self Center, by the way. And these are all CBD products that we can sell. You don't need a card for. Um, but they help us with everything uh, that I that the state approves your card for, anxiety. Well, so they, they help with other things, too, that the state uh, might not approve your card for, like insomnia or anxiety. Um, they do really help with that. If you have PTSD, the state will approve your card if you've got that documented fully and completely by a medical doctor, psychiatrist. Um, but, yeah, it, so they're going to take a look at all the different forms that, they, that it comes in. It comes in, I mean, we've got, like, a little powder for dog food if you just want to sprinkle it on your dog's food so that they, it gets in there without them having to take a pill or, you know. I use tincture on my dog's food, and that works <clears throat> quite well. It's bacon flavor, too, so he gets a little... Oh, yeah, I get the shotgun. <laughs> he gets some yumminess in there, but, you know, we always put some yummy on the food. So that's awesome. Go Canada, eh? All right, there we go, guys. All right, we'll read a little news. Um, let's see what's going on in the world. And we're just going to skip out of high times because there's a lot going on in the background um, that's constantly, like, videos and things that are constantly moving. Um, <laughs> here's a funny one. Six strains to your NFL preseason. All right, that's not in, um, that's not, this is an MG magazine. And that's cannabis. This is cannabis now online, but this is great because here we go. This is for all my NFL friends. Uh, be careful, NFL players. And NFL League, let them use cannabis, please. Seriously. There's nothing quite like the spirit of football season beginning while the game doesn't technically matter. Uh, fans of all teams enjoy getting their competitive energy out uh, in the preseason. In the same way that cannabis cultivators and aficionados develop lots of theories of varying quality about the growing season ahead, football fans are now cementing their opinions about the touchdowns and tackles to come. Since last year's football season finished in February, the ability of NFL players to access marijuana, either recreationally or med uh, medicinally, has remained restricted. For the fans, the legal cannabis uh, landscape has remained mostly the same, except with the notable exception that Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, now have a dispensary in town to go with the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, here is a rundown of some of the most exciting strains on the market now, paired with some of the teams with the best access to cannabis. No, this is good. You're welcome. Okay, Raiders. <laughs> Lumpy's Ben and Berries. The Las Vegas-bound Raiders would love to go on a run this season and the team's decade in California on a winning note. Um, but no matter what happens, weed will still be legal in Vegas and California come September. Lumpy's Ben and Berries is a fantastic strain to pair with the Raiders' swan song. The strain, beautiful purple hues, are sure to bring uh, back memories of the perps of the past, but the gassy edge of the nose will convince you otherwise for an enjoyable experience. That's funny. 
The Los Angeles Rams get the cherry dosy dose. Los Angeles is about that new new hype, and we think that the Jungle Boys hit the nail on the head with their cherry dosy dose number 16 phenotype. While you're definitely going to need a grinder to break up this sticky herb, Los Angeles Rams fans will be lining up around the block for this one without a doubt. All right, and they're showing pictures. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Miami Dolphins get the mimosa. Nothing is more Miami than brunch, and pretty soon medical patients in Florida might be able to get dual mimosas at breakfast featuring both flour and orange juice. Unfortunately, the state of Florida continues to fight and court against the right of patients to access multiple cannabis, which means that mimosa might be in uh, oil or edible form. Oh, gosh, that's gorgeous. All right, Denver Broncos get the uh, ghost OG. The Denver Broncos will likely continue to look like a ghost of their former selves since Peyton Manning retired. But all in all, we expect things to continue to be doubly mile high for the Broncos as those heady Denver kids continue to love their team and smoke large amounts of marijuana in the parking lot. (laughs) New England gets Golden Goat. Golden Goat is obviously the perfect pairing for the New England Patriots as they have their own Golden Goat in Tom Brady. As he continues to build on all of his records, one has a sneaking suspicion that he's using some pretty potent sativas between this 24 glasses of water he drinks every day, which aren't even in a Dunkin' Donuts cup. Impressive for someone living in Boston. Uh, Seattle Seahawks get cookies and cream. While every analyst and fan doesn't have much faith in Seattle's chances this year, and the Legion of Boom, the Seahawks legendary line, is no more. There is still plenty of great pot in Seattle. We recommend treating yourself to some cookies and cream for exotic genetics. Um, The cookies will provide a sweet relief from the scoreboard, and the cream will be representative of the creaming happening on the field. Oh, that's harsh. You gotta get yourself some, um, some granddaddy cooks or something too to forget about it all. All right, well that's good. There you go. Your NFL preseason goal. All right, so we'll do a little more reading, and then we'll let you guys go. And if you did want, we got a little blogging section here. Sometimes we get some bloggers asking questions, mostly just people listening in. Howdy to everybody listening in out there. I hope the show is still going. We have had some problems. Thank you for blog talk for. Um, Helping us out a bit with uh, our technical situation. So hopefully this show will stay clear for a while now. All right. So we're um, we're reading um, from MG Magazine the, for the cannabis professional. And I love when you go to the, you know, um, very front here and they got all the fun pictures. Right here. Where are we going? Um, 44, science and technology. No, we're not going there. We're going to 14. We get to all that's new that's fit to smoke. All right. Here we go. Cultivation offers highest earning potential for cannabis workers. Ooh. Ottawa, Ontario. Here we go. The cannabis industry may be creating new jobs at breakneck, pay, uh, breakneck pace, but that doesn't mean everyone is uh, raking in the cash. According to a recent Canadian survey, the average bud tender earns $11.93 an hour, but cultivation professionals can make much more. According to Allison McMahon, founder and CEO of Cannabis at Work, there has been a 14% increase in cultivation positions in Canada over the past year. Quality control workers fetch between $81,000 and $103,000 a year. Both salaries are substantially higher than the average Canadian wage of $51,000 a year. As Canada prepares for full legalization in October, wages may climb even higher. (laughs) The legal recreational market is expected to add another 150,000 jobs to the Canadian economy by the end of the year, and businesses already are jockeying for qualified applicants. That's awesome. Wow. Here we go. Uh, Schumer introduces bill to decriminalize weed at a federal level. Washington, D.C., Senate Democrat leader Chuck Schumer in late June, introduced legislation that would remove cannabis from the list of scheduled substances under the Controlled Substances Act, uh, thereby decriminalizing weed at the U.S. federal level. Further, the Marijuana Freedom and Opportunity Act would allow states to determine how they treat marijuana possession and use. 
The bill does not, however, propose to change federal authorities' ability to prevent trafficking from states where cannabis is legal to states where it is not legal. The bill also preserves the federal government's ability to regulate advertising, just as it does with tobacco, so advertisers cannot target children. The proposed legislation also takes steps to uh, help communities that have been disproportionately affected by current marijuana laws by authorizing grant programs designed to encourage states and local governments to allow individuals to seal or expunge marijuana possession conviction records. Also included is a new funding stream to help ensure women and minority entrepreneurs have access to emerging cannabis business opportunities in their state. The bill also provides for investment in research to fully understand the effect of THC on both driving and public health, particularly in adolescents. The Marijuana Freedom and Opportunity Act is co-sponsored by Senator Bernie Sanders, Tim Kaine, and Tammy Duckworth. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. So if we're going to take it off schedule altogether, then wow, that really opens everything up. Um, then we wouldn't need to get the epidiolics and people could just... Uh, grow it and go to dispensaries and get it for themselves and not spend $32,000, dollars 33000 a year. That's not, that doesn't even consider time and gas and effort and energy and all the trouble it takes to go get it and what it's going to take. So, yeah. All right. Here we go. DEA won't prohibit use, sale of cannabis stems and seeds. Oh, okay, this will be our last article, I think, here. Washington, D.C., the DEA... The, the Drug Enforcement Agency issued an, an internal directive acknowledging some cannabis products are not prohibited under, under the Controlled Substances Act, and use of specific parts of cannabis plants is not prohibited under current policy. According to the directive, the DEA's enforcement policy is consistent with the 2004 decision handed down by the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and Hemp Industries Association for, uh, v. DEA. The directive stated, quote, Products and materials that are made from the cannabis plant and which fall outside the CSA definition of marijuana, such as sterilized seeds, oil, <clears throat> or cake made from seeds and mature stocks, are not controlled under the CSA. Such products may accordingly be sold and otherwise distributed throughout the United States without restriction under the CSA or its implementing regulations. The mere presence of cannabinoids is not itself uh, dispositive as to whether a substance is within the scope of the CSA. Uh, the question is whether the substance falls within the CSA definition of marijuana. The directive did not change the DEA's policy towards cannabis extracts and resin, which are explicitly prohibited. However, quote, any other compound, manufacturer, salt, derivative, mixture, or preparation, quote, created from the named plant part is not prohibited. The directive noted adding products produced from non-prohibitive ingredients may be sold in the United States as long as they contain no THC. The directive did not directly address hemp or hemp-based products. <clears throat> Despite the DEA's clarification, all is not rosy, as Attorney Justin E. Hobson and Louis M. Horowitz pointed out on law firm Lane and Powell's The Pipeline blog, quote, the logical and scientific inconsistency puts the DEA and purveyors of CBD goods in a precarious position, quote, the pair wrote, quote, how will they determine which CBD products are subject to the CSA, and will people really be prosecuted for trafficking a Schedule One controlled substance where the substance is chemically indistinguishable from one that is not prohibited by the CSA? Quote, we anticipate that at least one outcome will be buyers insisting on statements or warranties from sellers and buyer quality control due diligence that their CBD products contain only uh, accepted marijuana oil, quote, they added. And with that, well, there you have it. It is the end of the show. Thanks, folks, for listening in to Weed Say Wednesday. We so appreciate you being here each and every week. Next week, Cannabis Kid is back. Boy, you're doing some serious bong hits back there. I know, guys. Wake up. All right, go to sleep. The end of the show. You guys have a great day. Remember to get out there and vote and um, read about who you're voting about. 
because my mind's already changing from some discussions I've had. So get out there and get educated, as always. And come back and listen to the show next week. Lots of fun happening. We'll be at Putt for Paws at Ventana Canyon September 8th. If you want to support the Humane Society, come out and play some golf. Have some fun and support us. Support them. Uh, Have a great week, and we will see you next time. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate.